0: Hey, Discos. I've got something special for you guys. You asked, we listened, and now it's finally here. Introducing Disgraceland All Access, our very first official membership program. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow Discos. Visit DisgracelandPod.com slash membership and sign up today. Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking about Peter Tosh, Led Zeppelin, the last temptation of Christ, and of course, your voicemails, text, DMs, and more, and as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. Buenos dias or buenas noches, depending on when and where you're listening to this. Happy last week of March. Spring is here officially, if not actually weather-wise. At least that's the way it is here in the Northeast. I love the spring. I listen to music differently in the spring. As soon as that cold breaks and the sun starts to burn a little brighter, I have certain records that I go back to every year around this time. Black Crows, the Southern Harmony and Musical Companion is one that I go back to every spring in particular because that record came out during the spring while I was in high school. And man, Remedy, that single, it was everywhere. Blasting out of car windows. And guys, we had some pretty cool cars in high school. Um, My buddy Dutch, he had a 64 Dodge Dart. My friend Billy had a 67 Camaro. I myself had a 67 Plymouth Barracuda. Um so yeah, blasted. That's getting getting off the point here. Uh but <laughs> we were blasting this song. Everyone was blasting this song, it seemed, not just us, the jocks, the stoners, the cheerleaders, the whoever's. This song was inescapable when it came out, Remedy by the Black Crows. And uh at least it was in my little small town in Massachusetts in the springtime. And something about that song, man, the way it hits, it's just so big and I don't know, exciting. It's like what springtime should be? Big and exciting. Uh, another another springtime record, another record that I always associate with the spring is Check Your Head by Beastie Boys. For similar reasons, uh, it was a spring album when I was in high school, released in the spring of 1992 and it was everywhere. Um, I used to think that I went to see the Beastie Boys the weekend before the record came out. But I looked this up today, and I've been telling this story forever. Hey, I saw the, the BC Boys uh, the weekend before Check Your Head came out. Turns out uh, the record was out for about three weeks before I actually saw them in uh, Amherst, Massachusetts. For those of you who don't know, uh, the university one of the, one of the University of Massachusetts campuses is up in Amherst, Mass, which is Western Mass, beautiful part of the state. Um, Total party school, total party part of the state, actually, there's a bunch of schools up there. It's uh, Animal House is based on a school from Western Massachusetts as well, not Amherst. That should give you an idea. Anyways, uh, Amherst used to do, maybe they still do, I don't know, write me, text me, call me if you're from UMass Amherst and you know the answer to this question. But they used to do these things called Spring Flings where they they would throw these massive concerts every spring, outdoor concerts, and uh, I believe they were free uh, if you went to school there. We used to sneak in to these shows, so I don't, I don't remember ticket prices or anything like that. But on this one bill that the Beastie Boys, I believe, headlined, uh, the bill was this. And I looked this up. The Mighty Mighty Boston's Firehose, Fishbone, Fish, the Beastie Boys, Buffalo Tom, and I. I think Dinosaur Junior as well. I'm not sure about Dinosaur Junior. I couldn't. I couldn't uh, confirm that in the four seconds of research I did before hopping in the booth here. But at that show, the Beastie Boys came out and it was like, whether it was the weekend before Check Your Head was released that spring or whether it was three weeks after, it didn't matter. They unleashed unholy awesomeness onto the campus of UMass Amherst in their new incarnation of the Beastie Boys, where they're playing their own instruments and they had DJ Hurricane as well. And they just crushed. They just crushed. And again springtime so check your head will always be one of those spring records for me also led zeppelin one another great spring album and uh, not because i was in high school when it was released i wasn't how freaking old do you think i am but 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 i did i did find this record this cassette actually in its case in my backyard in the fourth grade it was just sitting there in the grass perfectly playable how the hell does that happen If any kid in America in 1984 needed to find Led Zeppelin one in their backyard, it was me. I still vividly remember racing up to my stereo in my bedroom and hearing the first few seconds of that album, the hits and the intro to Good Times, Bad Times, Mother of God, so heavy, so unlike anything I'd been exposed to at that point. Uh, cut me some slack. I was nine years old. I was into Def Leppard, but, you know, they weren't doing it for me. Uh, like Led Zeppelin eventually did it for me. So Led Zeppelin won another one of my spring records along with Black Crows, the Southern Harmony in Musical Companion and the Beastie Boys. Check your head. Get at me with your favorite springtime records. What are you listening to when the weather turns warm? What's getting you going? What's getting those cold beers cracked out on the back patio as the sun starts to shine and the days get longer? Let me know. Hit me up at DisgracelandPod on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram and TikTok, or you can text me and leave me a voicemail, 617-906-6638. What are your favorite spring records? Let me know. All right, reggae is less spring for me and more of a summer thing for all of us, I think. But that did not stop us here at Double Elvis from diving into the Peter Tosh story over on our YouTube channel. Uh, We get into the story of Tosh's home invasion and murder, ultimately, the the killing of Peter Tosh. And we dip our feet into a bit of the Keith Richards lore surrounding this story as well, and the the dust up with Peter Tosh at Keith's home in Jamaica. Uh, This story is only available on our YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com slash at disgracelandpod. Head over there to watch and to subscribe so you're getting all the music storytelling you can possibly get from Disgraceland. Uh, Like I said, these stories are not currently released in the RSS feed. They have video components, visuals, et cetera, and uh, they're only available on YouTube. So that's where you're gonna go to get it, all right? Head over there, youtube.com slash at Speaking of which, I am uh, thinking, as always, of different ways to bring you more stories beyond the RSS feed, beyond YouTube even. Uh, We have a lot of content Uh, The Double Elvis team is producing. They're producing constantly. We've got a bunch of content in the can that we've yet to even release. And we should have some announcements on all of this new stuff coming very, very shortly. I'm excited. I want to tell you about it right now, but I cannot. But I will be telling it to you very soon, I predict, possibly on the next After Party. Who knows? Uh, This week, though, right now in the present, In Disgraceland, we are unloading a slew, a bunch, a barrage, a a deluge, a torrent of previously exclusive episodes before returning next week with two new full episodes. Our two-parter on Lou Reed that I am extremely excited for you to hear. Uh, Those two episodes are going to drop on Tuesday, March 28th, but to dot all the I's and across all the T's, it is worth mentioning that this past week we released into your feed previously exclusive episodes on NWA, a two-parter on NWA, Led Zeppelin, the Motown record story, Iggy Pop, and Madonna, and hitting your feeds between now and Lou Reed parts one and two. You're getting more episodes, Eminem, Whitney Houston, and ASAP Rocky. That is a ton of content. If you've heard these previously exclusive episodes before, I encourage you to listen to them again. Repeat listening. It always helps. It unlocks different insights. It's the same as watching a movie multiple times. You can catch things on second, third, and tenth time around that you didn't before. Which brings me back to the 1995 Michael Mann masterpiece, Heat, which I talked about last week. Uh, I'm re-watching Heat repeatedly not like not like I sit down and watch all two hours and 20 minutes of it or however however long it is every time, but I watch bits and pieces of it. I'll get into it in the next block. More on heat coming up, but I want to know, Discos, what are the movies that you have on repeat? What are the movies that you rewatch, that you keep going back to, that are comfortable for you, that are that are good hangs? 617-906-6638 to let me know, or hit me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Pod. Back after this with your voicemails, your calls, and your DMs. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland, all access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership.
1: Welcome back to Musicland Stories. Join us for a new aquatic season, exploring the sonic adventures of sea creatures from ghost crabs to octopodies, earworms to mazes of coral reef. Listen to the newest season of Music Land Stories, airing weekly every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, Aquatic Adventurers. Captain out.
0: Guys, call me, text me, I cannot stress this enough. We need to keep the conversation going beyond the constraints of the algorithms and there is an easy way to do that. You can just hit me at 617-906-6638, like Lee from the 828 here. Go ahead, Lee, tell me what you gotta tell me.
2: Hey Jake, it's uh, Lee in the 412. Uh, just calling because A, I wanna thank you for getting back to be uh, regarding my last message. Um, You texted me, and I happened to be coming out of the hospital in a wheelchair um, after having a procedure, and I was extremely stoned um, and (laughs) saw this message from you, and I was like, what the fuck is this? But anyway, I appreciate that. But I also wanted to call and give a couple of suggestions. Um, A, I would love to hear a story about um, Josh Hame and Queens of the Stone Age. Um, specifically all the bullshit that went down with Nick Oliveri. Uh, another suggestion would be Neil Young with Crosby Stills Nash and himself and, uh, all of the crap that went down, um, between those guys with all the drugs and all of the, the, um, bailing out that, that Neil Young did, um, on his other bandmates and some of the crazy shit that those guys got into. Um, anyway, I love you. Love the show. Uh, Rock and
0: Take care, Lee, my man. Sorry to hear about the wheelchair. Sounds like you are on the mend though, so that's good. You're out of the hospital at least. Uh, I thought about the Queens episode, but it still seems too fresh or something. I don't know. You're not the first to suggest Queens of the Stone Age, so maybe I need to find a clean angle here. I know Nick was nuts but I don't know the specifics and perhaps I need to do a little digging. As for Neil Young and Crosby, Stills, and Nash, this one is a no-brainer, but I got to admit, I'm a little freaked out by the size of it. Is it a two-parter? Is it a very hard-to-do one-part episode or is it a 10-part episode? I don't know. I'm going to lean in one way or another and try to solve for you, brother. So more on both of these in the in the future sometime. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Let's hear from uh, Aliyah in the 678.
1: This is Alia from Georgia. Uh, Two quick questions, or first, actually, to tell you. Love your fucking podcast. I came across them probably a year ago, between Badlands and both of them. I banged the Britney Spears, and then I watched or listened to Brittany Murphy was the next one, and I was
2: hooked after
1: that. I love the way you tell stories. I love the way you uh, don't have a bias on anything, and you just speak the truth. Not to mention you're just a really fucking good storyteller uh,
0: Andrew Bright. out, man. Aaliyah, thank you for the call. Thank you for the support. Um, and Aaliyah, <laughs> Aaliyah, now, now I'm confused on the pronunciation. Episode is definitely on the horizon. She's been on the list for a bit, uh, and I need to dig in. Need more female artists in Disgraceland. Uh, thank you for resurfacing this one. This is, uh, something that's been brought to my attention before. Uh, As you may guess, we have a massive list with artists on it. She is definitely on it. Um, So we will be getting to this at some point. I can't tell you when. It's not slated right now, but shortly, I'm sure. Um, As for Badlands, we should have some Badlands news for you and the other Badlands listeners coming up soon. So stay tuned, and thank you for the voicemail. And as always, I appreciate your support. All right, let's check in with the 207 from behind what appears to be a snowplow.
2: Yay! what's going on, you man? It's your boy. I'm really looking forward to this, and I love this line of communication. This is so cool, and it's so ballsy. I wish everybody that did something like this was also as ballsy as this, to let people just straight up talk to you and you actually listen. So I appreciate it. Good work. Have a nice one, buddy.
0: You got a 207. Appreciate your calling. And uh, I'm digging the line of communication myself. Guys, if I'm being honest, most days I dread opening up Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or whatever the fuck. Uh, These social media platforms are engineered to be massive time sucks. And for what I do, uh, running a business, uh, having to write and research as much as as I do, uh, these things can be and mostly are just massive distractions. I get to talk to a bunch of you, which is awesome. That is by far the most valuable part, the best part. Um, but it's difficult. It's difficult, to, as you know. Who's You guys are probably just addicted to these things as I am. You get into them, and they're hard to, hard to get out of on any given day. So... Uh, I'm into this uh, uh, calling and texting, the, this old-fashioned <laughs> phone number <laughs> way of communicating. Uh, keep it up, 617-906-6638. Not that we don't get confounding voicemails and texts. We do like this one uh, that is perhaps uh, a little too under the influence.
1: All right, con-officiated. I'm just curious. You were, uh, I was just listening to um, your podcast on uh Mama, cat, and how you don't like the mamas and the papas. However, you're asking or saying how you, uh, really enjoy.
0: See that 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 just seems to go nowhere, and I swear that ending wasn't edited by us. And we do get quite a few. Um, I don't know for certain that that person was drunk or stoned or both, um, maybe just confused. I don't know. We get our fair share of that. And that's cool. Uh, We all have our moments. I I encourage the drunk dialing, uh, the stone dialing, whatever you got to do, whenever you got to do it, as long as you're being safe, go for it. I don't care. Hit me up one way or another, 617-906-6638. But let's end strong with one more voicemail. Let's hear from the 737.
1: Hey, Jake, just watching um, Merle Allen on Soft White Underbelly. Gigi Allen's brother. Um, I heard the Gigi Allen story on Disgraceland and I was so disgusted that I had to hear it like three times. Yes. I want you to say garage, garage, garage over and over. I have been listening to you ever since the pandemic and Let's see. This Also, um the twenty seven club. God damn it. That is good shit. <laughs> Originally from Minnesota, love my parents, Living outside of um Austin, Texas. Keep bringing it, brother.
0: That is good shit. All right, short voicemail, but so much to get into here. Gigi Allen, yes, the Gigi Allen episode is disgusting. Yep, you're absolutely right. Uh, And it is available for you and everyone else uh, to check out if they haven't already, or perhaps again, if you need a little more of that Gigi filth in your life, you can go get it in the Disgraceland feed. It's it's right there. And if if you're craving more G.G. Allen, like it sounds like you're watching some some Merle Allen stuff somewhere, uh, and you're unaware of this, uh, there's a G.G. Allen documentary, which is a primary source of uh, research for me in this, doc, uh, uh, in this episode. I did the documentary, is called Hated. Uh, go check that out, it's incredible. It's one of Todd Phillips's first films, if not his first film. Uh, Todd, of course, is the genius behind the Hangover franchise, Hangover movies, uh, the Joker movie as well. Uh, but Gigi Allen was an early fascination of his, and the hated documentary that he did is phenomenal. So check that out. Um, what else did you mention? 27 Club. Thanks for your kind words about this series. I'll have news on the 27 club very shortly. Uh, and you mentioned you're from Austin. So I might as well mention myself that I'll be doing an event in Austin coming up soon in May. I will have details shortly for you guys. I hope to see you there and everyone else from Austin who listens to Disgraceland. So more on that soon. All right, let's do some text. All right, from the 662, hey, this is MK from Tupelo, Mississippi. I just had two quick Netflix recommendations, Afterlife. It's written and directed by Ricky Gervais. I've watched it so many times, and it's just a great show, and I don't think I could ever get tired of watching it. And this weekend, I started watching Agent Elvis, being from the birthplace of Elvis Presley. I had to check it out. What I've watched so far is hilarious. It might be worth a look. Anyway, love your show. Keep up the great work. All right, 662, thank you. I started Afterlife and it was too dark. I know it's funny and it's Ricky Gervais, but it was just too, the, the subject matter was too dark. Couldn't do it. But he's a genius and I freaking love him. And I, I kind of feel like I'm going to go back to it at some point. So thank you for bringing that to my attention again. As for Agent Elvis, I saw that pop up on my Netflix and I was like, what the hell is this? Uh, looked, looked actually really funny. Um, happy to hear a recommendation immediately just got released i believe so i'm psyched to check out agent elvis thank you six six two all right from the 310 hey jake i'm a tour manager been doing it for 30 years just retired due to health i was a punk hardcore kid and just discovered the podcast just started to really dig through it but really enjoying it so far all right 310 welcome welcome to Disgraceland. congrats on your retirement always here for the punk and hardcore kids all right from the 305. Hey Jake, I'm Sandy and I am completely obsessed with Disgraceland. I have listened to almost everything out there in the past 2 weeks. Whoa, that's a lot. If that's true Sandy, you got a lot of me in your in your ears. Uh, the episode on Dimebag probably the best of all so far. I can understand that. I can see why someone would, would favor that episode over others. Um, here's some suggestions from Sandy. Can you dive into Michael Hutchins from In Excess and what a slime Bob Geldof is? Um, she goes on to add a couple more suggestions here, but I don't know. the. I know Geldof's involved with the Michael Hutchins story somehow, and I don't really know how. Uh, not my not my area of expertise but I can tell you Sandy Michael Hutchins is on the schedule and we will be releasing that in excess episode later this year so that should make you happy All right from the 706 hello disgraceland gods that's a little much but we'll take it I want to thank you for the welcome distraction as of late with the backlog on January 17th this year I lost my father unexpectedly And I wasn't in the greatest place to listen to any music since my music was blended with the music he introduced me to. I needed something to ease me back in, and your podcast was it. I'm still raw over it from time to time, but learning to live with it is hard. Anyway, thank you all for the great episodes and stories to keep me from losing my proverbial shit over these past few weeks from the 706. Wow. I'm truly sorry for your loss, the loss of your dad, uh, the unexpected loss of your father. I can't imagine that type of pain. Um, and as someone who's experienced uh, loss in this world, like most people have, I know that any distraction can be tremendously valuable, so I'm very happy to hear that uh, the, the the silly little podcasts that we make have been able to help out in some way. All right, from the 443. Hey, Jake, I love the show Disgraceland as well as Badlands. I can't find the episode you did about Hank Williams. Can you please let me know which episode, uh, which season it is from? So the Hank Williams episode is from, I believe, season uh, nine... 10 (laughs) I'm not exactly sure. It's in the previously uh, exclusive archive. We'll have it out to you soon, in the next couple months at the latest. We're doing our best to get these out, releasing new episodes every single day, 443. So uh, just get in there. You'll find something to replace the Hank one uh, in the meantime. All right, for the 508, I've just been catching up on the podcast and listening to the January 10th after party. January 10th. That was a long time ago. All right, have you watched Shits Creek? Do it. You won't regret it. Of course I've watched Shits Creek. Come on, man. Also, this is the text they're saying here. Also, if you haven't watched Primal Fear starring Ed Norton, do so. Fantastic ending. Yes, I agree. Amazing ending. Great movie. And you're right. The ending's fucking incredible. And then uh, the, then then they go on to write, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know who they were uh, texting there, but the content and the messaging was uh, very on point for, for this here podcast. All right, one more text. All right, I got it from the 302. Hey, Jake, in reference to your statement that you moved furniture in high school brings me back to the need for a Warren Zevon episode. He was also a furniture mover or carpet guy. I forget which. But I think there's a connection there, and you're destined to do that episode. Yeah, I cannot wait to do the Warren Yvonne episode because I heard a thing. I don't know if it's true. I'm going to just hope and pray that it's true until I dig into the research that he—that Warren's dad uh, worked for Mickey Cohen, the legendary L.A. gangster— Um, So that would uh, be a very cool story to dig into through the perspective of Warren Zevon. Texter goes on to say, one last thing, your review of Babylon makes me have to see it now. I wasn't interested before, but now I have to see the disaster. Thanks. I'm going to go ahead and tell you here, don't waste your time. You don't have to see it. It's not good. Uh, uh, He or she continues putting my vote in for a Nick Cave episode. So much Nick Cave. So many Nick Cave requests. Every week I get Nick Cave requests. And then uh, the three or two goes on to say, also, Heat is better than Boogie Nights. Also, Miller's Crossing, Coen Brothers, after Blood Simple, but before Barton Fink, probably their best movie. Uh, That's a huge statement. Is Miller's Crossing the best Coen Brothers movie? I don't know about that. It might be. It might be. That's a good one to to contemplate. But I think i go Big Lebowski above Miller's Crossing. Uh, And then finally, the end of this text thread says, and my hubs and I are arguing over Boogie Nights versus Heat. Hubs likes boogie nights because of the time period and how well it's executed i claim you guys are dudes and porn is the reason (laughs) heat is a better movie and if you don't mind when you get a chance remind me of your top five movies i have goodfellas the departed and boogie nights i forgot the other two the departed is not one of my top five favorite movies despite the fact that i'm from boston and i am a big scorsese fan and big leo and big matt damon fan as well but no departed did not crack the top five the top five are off the top of my head without thinking too much about it jaws Goodfellas, uh, Pulp Fiction, Boogie Nights, and The Godfather. Those are the top five in no particular order, except for the fact that Jaws is probably uh, right there at number one. Uh, I need more top five. Get, get, just get at me with the top five. Help me consider this. It's a really hard thing to do, and the more feedback I get, from, from people on their top five wrecks, I'll be able to better understand and process my own feelings on this. All right, um, I gotta go do a phone call. I'm gonna take a quick break, and then I'm, I'm gonna come right back, do the D-block here. Uh, you're not gonna hear the phone call part, but you will hear the rest of this episode in just a couple seconds. All right, it's the recommendations part. This is the recommendations part, the part of the show that doesn't have a theme song but deserves a theme song. Well, one listener, Mike, good old Mike from the 302, stepped up, sent in some of his music. Mike says, Jake, your recommendation, theme song problem solution, and you can afford it because it's free. And there's a link, and you link in. This is what we got playing this on my phone this is the recommendations pop it's a recommendations pop 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 pop. it's a recommendations pop 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 all right mike i dig the hustle man thank you thank you very much Mike. track is cool but i have a specific thing in my head that i'm going for i'm going for that classic 90s sitcom thing that kelsey grammar toss out and scrambled eggs theme song super cheesy harmonized female vocals uh, your shit is good. It's just not what I'm looking for, but I appreciate you sending it in. I'll know what I'm looking for when I hear it. In the meantime, everyone, check out Mike's music, Mike Maurer, M-A-U-R-E-R, on Spotify. And you know, guys, if you are musicians and you think you got a track that might serve us well here in the theme song department for the recommendations part, then go ahead and send it our way, 617 906 No Promises. It will get played. No promises that we will use it. And of course, only send if you're willing to let us use it for free. Let us play it. All that stuff. I hope that that disclaimer works there. Um, All right. The recommendations part. What I've been watching, what I've been reading, what I've been listening to. I've been watching still Party Down. I'm loving the reboot, but I'm having a tough time hanging with the week-to-week release schedule. So I took another of your recommendations. Thank you, guys. And I fired up Better Things the Pam Adlon series. I don't know how you pronounce Pam's last name. I apologize if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Uh, she was in lucky Louie. She's been in a bunch of stuff. I think she was in Louie CK's other show, just called Louie. Uh, or at least on a couple episodes. I can't remember. Anyways, I love this series. Uh, Better things. I like it a, a lot more than I thought I would like it. So thank you to whoever suggested better things. Um, looking forward to dig digging into this. I watched two episodes last night. It's good to know that being an adult in the world and uh, a, a, a parent of of multiple children. Uh, it's good to know that others are feeling the chaos. I I know it's, I know it's real, but so oftentimes we look out in the world and the reflection we get back is one of perfection and it's not real. It's fake. It's phony. It's not authentic. Life is not perfect. Life is messy. Uh, better things captures that in a way that's pretty compelling. See if I stick with the show. I'll keep watching it. I'll let you guys know. Uh, as I mentioned uh, multiple times already on this uh, episode, and as I have mentioned uh, previously, I am re-watching Heat, kind of a slow burn. Uh, the re-watch, I don't sit, like I said, and watch the whole thing all the way through. I watch a little here, I watch a little there every other night or so. It's become a comforting thing for me. Uh, I still can't believe how unhinged and hysterical Al Pacino is in this movie. Uh, I think it's like, it's where the unhinged thing works the best, even better than in Scarface. I don't love Scarface. How's that for a take? It's the truth. I don't love it. I mean, obviously, I get its iconic place and culture, but his Tony Montana is is so fucking all over the place and unlikable. It's and, and he's forecasting what's to come later with the whole hua thing. Definitely gets into that in Heat, uh, but it, it's less. Uh, it's less. Of a put off in heat for whatever reason. Uh, maybe because he picks his spots. I don't know. Um, all right. I watched for the first time ever this past weekend Martin Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ. And I was shocked at how staggeringly beautiful this film. Uh, is the soundtrack as well. Peter Gabriel, I didn't realize Peter Gabriel did the soundtrack for this movie and he hits it out of the park. The music is so good. The movie's so good. I'm not trying to just talk about the music, but the music is so good that I, I watched the movie and I immediately found the soundtrack and started listening to it. Uh, walking around my house as I was shutting down for the night it's it's gonna become my new sort of like go to bed chill music here uh, for a little bit some of it's intense but a lot of it is is uh right in that sweet spot for for my uh, going-to-bed ritual that I need. So, Last Temptation of Christ soundtrack. I don't know how it holds up. If you've never seen the movie, I, I, I can imagine that it might be uh, sort of a, a hard listen or, or a different or a strange listen out of the context of the film. But having the film uh, in my recent memory, it's making me love this, this music. Peter Gabriel, incredibly talented, not telling anyone anything they don't know already. All right, um, what I'm reading... I read Thomas Mallon's Diaries in The New Yorker. Uh, Thomas Mallon is a historical fiction author who came up under Gore Vidal. Uh, What happened was I was driving home from the airport one night and recently, and I heard this guy on Terry Gross, Fresh Air. And it was one of those things where I I just kind of dropped in in the middle of the interview. It was on the radio, so I had no idea who was talking and I found him to be this very fascinating character. Of course, you know, about ten minutes later, she reintroduces him as she does, and I find out who this this guy is, Thomas Mallon, who worked for as an editor for Gore Vidal, one of my favorite authors, another historical fiction author. Uh, but what Mallon writes about in The New Yorker and what he was kind of pushing on um on Terry Gross's show is his his memoirs from living in New York City during the AIDS pandemic of the nineteen eighties. It's a tremendous read for many, many reasons, uh, and it's a short read, too. I highly recommend it. It's in The New Yorker magazine, Thomas Mallin's Diaries. Go check that out. I uh, Also, I found a really great translation of the New Testament by J.B. Phillips. It was published in 1963. Uh, it's less academic than the Gospels translation that I read this time last year. Uh, This book is, of course, used. Uh, It's from, like I said, 1963, and it's inscribed to someone named Butch congratulating him on his confirmation. Uh, It's from some nice folks named Gloria and Russ. I wonder what happened to Butch. And I wonder who Gloria and Russ were to him. I wonder if any of them are still alive. Are any of us really alive? Five to one, baby. One in five. No one here gets out alive. See you on the other side of this break. All right, let's recap. Number one, the Peter Tosh home invasion story is available for you all over on our YouTube channel. You're going to want to head over to youtube.com slash at pod to watch that and to subscribe to our channel. Number two, there is a large assortment of previously exclusive Disgraceland episodes that are available for you right now in the feed that were not available last week. I'm talking about NWA, Led Zeppelin, Iggy Pop, Madonna, and more. Number three, Two new episodes, new, brand new, full episodes on Lou Reed will be available for you coming uh, this Tuesday, March 28th. Number four, call me. Give me your favorite spring music. Give me your top five movies. Let me know what movies or what Disgraceland episodes uh, you take in on repeat. 617-906-6638 to call or text or at DisgracelandPod on the socials. Number five, my moment of bliss in honor of Gloria Russ and the long lost Butch from Illinois in the blessed year of 1974 i give you me reading the phone book stenet randy 4452413 stenet roy 329 north 5th 4452707 stevens william d reverend 22 west walnut 4453002 Stewart, j f and son grocer 19 North 5th, two two five three. 2253 Stuart, Jack, 366 West, Maine, four four five two five zero two. 2502 Strauss, Fred, 225 West, Locust, 445-3522, Straumann, Jack, E, 201 East Elm. Four four five two seven two four. 2724 Susan's Beauty Salon, 367 North 5th, 445-3204. Tate, Carol, 235 West Walnut. 445-3014. Quit talking and start mixing.